I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We got good college hoops tonight, Jay Will. A triple header on ESPN. We got Baylor taking on your Dukies. We got Carolina taking Let on right. Oklahoma. We will see Arizona, Alabama coming up today. Oh, that's right. Oh, How yeah. did you guys do? Uh, 20, what are you? What are you? 20, oh, what are you against? Oh, are you 21st? Oh, We're 11th against right now. Yeah, okay. oh. I just, just want to okay. see that. Just, you know. This is real. I oh, it's real. Every day. Yeah, we know. This is real. <laughs> right, with that, we welcome you back live from the seaport. We're brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. The squad is here. Marcus Spears with us as well. We had two unbelievable finishes in the NBA last night. Let's start with the first of them, and it involved John Moran. The return taken on the Pelicans and his old buddy Zion Williamson. Pelicans led by 19 at the half, but then Ja brings them back. Brinny, appointment TV when you watch Ja Morant play. Was slow in the first half, only had seven points. But when he got things going, he did not miss a beat. Zion Williamson had a quiet night offensively, 13 points, but how about this? I mean, anything in transition for Zion Williamson and just seeing him on the court, that's the biggest thing for the New Orleans Pelicans, his health. So I mentioned, New Orleans had the 19-point lead. Memphis comes all the way back. Now we're tied in the final minute and a half, and look at Ja. Three straight ISOs for John Moran against Herb Jones, one of the best on-ball defenders in the league. A lot of questions for why the Pelicans didn't blitz it to get the ball out of his hands. They couldn't do it. That one gave Memphis a late two-point lead, but then here comes stay with the play. The aforementioned Herb Jones gets a bucket, so we're tied at 113. Seven seconds remaining. Jaws got the ball. Brian Anderson, take it. Grizzlies. 34 points and a buzzer beater in his return from the lengthy suspension. Jay Will, what do we say this morning? Uh, he's one of the top 10 players in the NBA. And the game of basketball has missed John Morant. I've missed John Morant. Greeny, I watch so much basketball. Every single play that he had the ball in his hands last night, I'm like, what is he going to do? What is he going to do? Is he going to be behind the back? He also had eight assists. And when you're watching the last play in the game, this is the best part about it. Everybody knows where the ball is going, Greeny. Don't you know where the ball is going to? Yeah. He just scored the last two possessions. They don't run any blitz at him. It's a conversation for another day to get the ball off his hands. But this young man is magic on the floor. And his game jumps off the page differently than any NBA player in the game of basketball. Oh, I completely agree with you. You said this morning you would rather watch highlights of his misses yes. than most other people's. I agree with that. In fact, I think top 10 in the league is actually selling short his talent. The talent has never been the question. question. Agreed. The questions obviously come from other places and the reason why he was suspended and now his return. What do we need to see from him for him to reclaim his place as legitimately one of the faces of the sport? What a great question. I need to see nothing from him off the court. I don't want to hear about anything about John Murray. All I want to focus on is what we are talking about today, Greeny, which is his play on the court. That's all John Morant needs to do. Keep a low profile, which he's done for the 25 games mm-hmm. he's mentioned. You haven't heard anything other than him in court and some of the things he's had to talk about. But if he can just keep it to on the court, he is going to get them to a playoff position 
right? That, that will be a successful year after missing 25 games. And look, he did not look rusty. He did not. He looked ready, right? I mean, he 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 is ready to step right into them. With no Dylan Brooks, yeah. no Steven Adams, no Brandon Clark, yeah. if he can get them to the playoff screening, seven and a half games out of the 10 spot, that will be a huge success for him to continue to build who he is in the game of basketball. So a young star had a big finish last night. An old star had a big finish, too. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But right now, to the NFL. And week 16, watch, we got huge games. Kmart, potential Super Bowl preview. What are you watching for Ravens Niners? Listen, I want to see if the 49ers will be able to stop Lamarless. Lamar Jackson, listen, they have been dominant all season for the most part, but the Ravens are the best team in the AFC right now. I want to see two, two Goliaths go at it. This is yeah. going to be a great game. All right, Dolphins and Cowboys also a chance to be a great game. Marcus, what will you have your eyes on in this one in South Florida? Yeah, I want to see how Tua handles pressure. If this game becomes a game where he has to drop back and pass and some of those early throws are taken away, if he's going to improv and extend some plays, I think he can. But against this rush, if Dallas can get him there, It'll, it'll be a telltale sign what the Miami Dolphins can do. We'll have a lot more on the Cowboys as we go. Meanwhile, Jeff, the Eagles need to beat the Giants twice. The first game this weekend, what are you watching for? Explosive plays on offense. We've got to get back to where we're putting teams on their heels, getting some leads, playing in the second half with some comfortable leads, getting into score fast with the pass, and then run the ball to control tempo and clock. They have to be explosive. They got three games they should be. Let's see if they can operate in it. Well, they got three games left, and they're riding a three-game losing streak. And so, Marcus, let's start right there because I haven't had you uh, on the program this week. If someone were to say to you, what's wrong with the Eagles, what would be your answer? Identity. Uh, They've lost it. And I think from a play-calling standpoint, offensively, G, um, this has to be a team that's O-line driven. And I know my brother Jeff Saturday loves that, but they have to be. This is the way that they're going to have to win. We saw Jalen a little bit get going with his legs against Seattle. I think they tried to make it a point to do that. The turnovers are an issue. I know we only like to talk about those with Josh Allen and Dak Prescott, um, but the turnovers have been an issue for Jalen and I'm, I'm including fumbles as well. We had two interceptions and a critical one late in this game, but I think that is a reflection of how different this offense is. Brian Johnson, the offensive coordinator for Philly, he has a figure out. They need to have a sit down and have a conversation about how this offense, these particular players want to operate. Everybody wants to throw it for a thousand yards a game. That's not who Philly needs to be. They need to be a team that can be multiple like they were last year. They need to be a team where teams fear them running the football and their quarterback being an integral part of making sure that they have a numbers advantage when they play each and every game. If they get that fixed, I think we can get Philly back on track. The defense is not going to get that much better. I think this offense is going to have to help this defense more than the defense taking some level up throughout the rest of the season. Can you do that in three games? they got three games left. Can, can you figure out an identity, Jeff, in three games? Yeah, but you have to get back to what, what got you there. And I think part of the issue for the Eagles is Shane Steichen leaving, yep. right? Like him leaving was a massive loss for them. When you look at what, what Steichen's numbers were last year, he had, they had 22 touchdowns. They had eight explosive plays a game, which was first in the league. Now they're at six, which is 12th, and then they got 11. So it's a 50% reduction in touchdowns. So when you're thinking about what they've lost, 
At Shane Steichen with the Indianapolis Colts, he's one of three teams that have had five games of 200 yards passing and 150 yards rushing in those games. The other two, Dolphins and 49ers, yeah. what we call the most explosive offense in football. And so explosive plays are what the Eagles are missing. And when I tell you they have to find them in a hurry because they are exposing their defense, which we know can't hold up on the back end nearly as yep. well. They're not being able to close out on thirds down. they got to take the pressure off by controlling the tempo in the offense. Okay, here's the bad thing on offense. They are 26 in offensive scoring. Behind the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. And ahead of the Giants. Like, that's not good company that you want to be no. around, right? But I will be the positivity police because Philly is always great when nobody believes. It's like Philly versus everybody. Yeah. It, that's part of, like, this is a team that literally wore dog masks. Like, they have dudes in that locker room. Like Jalen said, he questioned everybody's commitment. Okay, they have, they have the guys in the locker room. I understand the coaching staff might be a little different. They are not playing the way they need to. But when you look at that first drive, Jalen was five for five. Like that, like him having the flu, looking like, honestly, he looked terrible. And for him to start the game with that 18-yard scamper was like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. they're, they're going to be all right. I think the answers are in that locker room. I don't, Absolutely. things are tense in Philly, but if you ask them, they still believe they've got the nucleus of what it need, what they need to, to make a run. And I think to your point, the best part about this, and I said this yesterday, and I'll say this again so everybody hears it. They've beaten some really yeah. good football teams. These, yep. It's not like they, they played a very difficult schedule, yes. and they've won 10 games. So don't believe this is some cupcake team that you're going to walk through because they're struggling a little bit right now. San Fran lost three in a row, right? Like, we've seen teams go up and down. They have to hit their stride before they enter the playoffs, and they have right. the teams on their schedule. They can do it. Can I ask one other question? And the the, 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 the guys, Julian uh, Goldstick, our producer, is going to get mad at me because this wasn't playing. <laughs> Um, and, and Marcus, but you were there, and I, I, I find myself asking this all the time, but, but you seeing it in person, like, like Jalen Hurts doesn't talk about his knee, which I get because mm. football players don't talk about injuries. They don't make excuses. But at the end of the day, he's not going to have the flu forever. But is that knee okay? When, you, when you're watching him up close, yeah. it, there's something missing. Some, there was something dynamic about him. I know they tried to run him like crazy the other night. But you're sitting right there watching it in person with your own eyes. Do you believe he is fully healthy and will be fully healthy enough with that knee to be the weapon that he was uh, last year leading that team to the Super Bowl? Gee, that's why you sit behind that chair, behind that desk in that position, bro, because I'm telling you, it's been on my mind for about five weeks. Mm -hmm. If they're trying to protect him or preserve him, really Seattle was the first game where I thought they said, you know what, we just got to play. We got to let Jalen be Jalen with his legs. We got to try to create these opportunities for him. So I thought Seattle, if anything, was a sign that we are either in desperation or he feels better. But the way this team is dominant is with him being an athlete. And I hear, I know, I know what the sentiment is. Like, let's not put him in harm's way. Let's let's make sure that he's there and available. And we, we've seen the knee issue. We've seen him take hits. And philosophically, with a new offensive coordinator, you don't know if his mindset is that I want you to be more of a guy that we are going to drop back and let our running backs do this work. Philly is not the same if Jalen doesn't have that dual threat capability. And just from a preparation standpoint, as a defense, like you have to prepare completely right. different when you're worried about Jalen Hurts. Gee, I think the knee is better now. 
But yeah. nobody can look me in my eye and tell me that that wasn't an issue for a large majority of this season. Well, look, they've got to beat the Giants twice. The last time they played the Giants was the playoffs last year. That game was over in the first quarter. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. They have three weeks to get themselves back in shape. In the meantime, the team they're trying to hold off are the Dallas Cowboys. They had their own catastrophe in Buffalo. Can Dallas prevent another disaster against the Dolphins? We'll talk about that. And then, delayed but never forgotten, the pancakes are getting so <laughs> yeah, yeah. up hot. People are getting knocked down against their will. <laughs> and Jeff Saturday's <laughs> handing them out next. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Come on, get up. We are back on Get Up. The next game is called Believe It or Not in Swagoo. As we talk about whether we believe Mike Tomlin will have his first losing season. We lost your signal during our Steelers conversation. I'll give you a chance to, to sort of finish it up. A lot of conversation about the lack of effort on the part of receivers and other issues there, how it reflects on the coach. I'll just give you the floor. Mike T is my guy. I believe that this will be his first losing season. Uh, it's not a lot of evidence out there that it won't be. And looking at the schedule, these are some games that you think the old vintage Pittsburgh, you like, they got a chance. This new iteration of the issues that we seem to see uh, evolving with this team, I don't know if they, I don't know if they win more than they lose. The second, and, and more importantly, G, what you alluded to when I was having this conversation earlier about George Pickens. 
like I'm a I'm one of the biggest Mike Tomlin fans. And I know that Mike Tomlin is cut from the same cloth that Jeff Saturday and I and like I hate to say it, but old school football players where you just do what you have to do to try to get wins and you sacrifice, you know, some of your personal things. This team has had some issues throughout the season with the mentality of the players on this team. RC called them out earlier. I'm not calling NFL player assault, but they have some things that makes you raise your eyebrows about if the winning is the most important thing or is their futures and their contracts the most important thing. Now that's a conversation that will no doubt continue. Meanwhile, let's continue. Believe it or not, Kmart, uh, you seem to cover the Browns every week. If I said Joe <laughs> Flacco will lead Cleveland to a playoff win this year, believe it or not. Believe it. Oh. <laughs> Listen, did you not see my face at the end of that Browns game? Yeah. They, they talk about Joe Flacco, calm, cool, collected. Jerome Ford, their running back, said it could be like things are exploding around him, and that man is calm and poised in the pocket. Whatever he's got, the Browns, these Browns players love it, and they are soaking this up. I think this is a great Browns defense mm-hmm. paired now with a quarterback who can run Stefanski's offense and, and calm everything down, even when they're trailing late and in Joker's games. balling. 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 Yeah. What balling. this team has overcome, oh. they're Four. on their fourth Four. quarterback. People forget they lost Nick Chubb at Kevin the beginning Stefanski of this season. Coach yeah. of the year right now. Uh, you know what? I'm hearing a lot of I, Kevin I, Stefanski I, I for Coach of, of the Year. Offensive linemen have been injured moving in and out of – I mean, oh, it is. The O-line, they have, yeah. They have worked Nick this Chubb, thing out. Nick yeah. Chubb, literally first week and a half of the season yeah. losing him. They have overcome. Th- they've had a spectacular yeah. season. Let's do one more. Uh, Jeff, if I say the Chiefs are still the team to beat in the AFC, believe it or not? Uh, not. Uh, I'm not Woo! sure if everybody's watched the Ravens, but they are pretty good. So when you're talking about a team that offensively has been explosive, <laughs> defensively they're stopping good. And let me tell you where, in my opinion, the Ravens have really separated themselves. That, that, what thing I'm going to look for against the San Fran is their linebackers. With with Queen and Smith, those guys being better, how do they handle yeah. this type of thing? But I do. I, I, think, I think the Chiefs are still in the mix, but I would say the Ravens are still my, my All right, came out. Okay. I, I saw the face you made. I'm going to have you and Swagoo finish yeah. it up with this. Yeah. Right this minute. Do you believe that if, if you had to pick one team, we're not allowed to, our, our reporters aren't allowed to bet now, but if you had to bet on <laughs> one team in the AFC to make the Super Bowl, would it still be Kansas City? Okay, I picked the Ravens in the preseason. I'm going to stick with the Ravens. So why are you making that face at Jeff? Because when you talk about – here's the thing. Every time we have seen Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, like, it still goes through Arrowhead. Until somebody knocks them off or they're completely out of it, it goes through Arrowhead. If it's Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes and uh, Josh Allen right now or Tua in the AFC Championship, it's very hard to pick against Patrick Mahomes. And that's why I say every year the Chiefs are still the team until somebody knocks them off. Does the road, Marcus, figuratively if not literally, still go through Kansas City this year in the AFC? Nah, G. The road in the AFC leads through M&T Bank Stadium. That's where yep. it leads. That's where you have to go through in order to win a Super Bowl. And it's because of what Lamar is doing, but more importantly, what this team in totality is doing. And no, the Ravens have not looked pretty all season long. But I still think the Ravens are the one team. If you look at all of the things that we've talked about about the San Francisco 49ers, it's not so different than the Baltimore Ravens. You're not going to bludgeon them at the line of scrimmage. They're going to play a physical brand of football. If they need to run it, they can. Their quarterback is super dynamic. And listen, y'all, 
this is coming from a guy where I think Patrick Mahomes is almost deity status in the mm-hmm. NFL. Yeah. I think oh, Patrick yeah. Mahomes can win any game he mm-hmm. plays in. The problem is the dudes around him mm-hmm. are the issue. And we've yes. seen that happen before to him, especially in the Super Bowl when they played Tampa. The, the Baltimore Ravens right now, and this is how I'm kind of surmising the season, any way you want to play football, can they do it? It's two teams right now in the NFL that I feel like can do that. The San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens. Super Bowl. Yeah, look, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, the other way of looking at it, he's not going to win the Super Bowl every year. You know, and, and he's Tom Brady has sort of given us the impression you're supposed to do that. It's not the way it's supposed to work. Maybe this won't be his year, but as Kmart said, I wouldn't bet against it. That said... We've waited too long for the Let's carbs. Let's go, pancakes. Let's pancakes is one of our favorite things. So let me show you how we're going to get this thing right. started. Oh, we're back, baby. Bam, bam, bam. We got it. That's how we start this off. Let's go. <laughs> it's a thing of beauty. We can't stop us. We can't stop us. just spanked pancakes on here. We are back. Can we do one more thing? All right, here oh, we go. Yeah. Jay Will's got the pancakes this morning. Jeffrey, we take it away. It. We starting with Jawan Jennings, San Francisco. Let's but guess go. what? This is a repeat because he was here yesterday as well. Watch my man come through, lead up into the hole. Bam! Oh. Get some and put him down. <laughs> Actually, two dudes fell down, which I like even more. But there was no mistake. On, when that safety throw that thing up there, bam, he put the smack down on. on him. You got to love what Jennings is doing. That dude sets tempo for that 49ers receiving crew. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Somebody in Pittsburgh, get that tape, watch it up. I like (laughs) what I'm saying right here. Number two, we're going to Ren Armstead. Came back from the Dolphins. We got him back. Play the Jets. We know the finish. This is what we get for the big man. Take him. He wants to split the double team. No, no, no. We're going to put him down. We're getting two cakes for the push down. Got to like what he does. Listen, driving the feet, and this guy just came off the injury. Let me tell you something. Part of the Dolphins problem uh, a week ago, three offensive linemen missing. That won't happen again. Here we go. That was two. We're going to finish this off for Swagoo. Swagoo. Here comes Deion Dawkins. Here my man Clark. Five, 10, 15. Boom. There he goes. Finishing him up. That is a thing of beauty. If there's something that I love to see when Swagoo's on the show, is a cowboy taking a fall. Nothing prettier. He loves to attack offensive line. We just got what one. Is Three. What's he yelling at him right there? Oh, receive it. <laughs> receive it, Swagoo. Marcus, your reaction. <laughs> I'm sick of Jeff Saturday. Here's the problem with that last one, too. That guy went to my high school. So oh. it's a double whammy. Okay? The, the, the linebacker that's getting dumped went to my high school. I, Oh, my God, bro. When I, when I saw it, first it was anger, and then it was fear. Damone yeah. Clark is – I love the young man. I love yes. it. He went to Southern University Lab School. Ooh. We breed a lot of really good football players. But this is not – this is not a good representation of no. us, okay? Hey, listen. Demone, to my I got man, you back. Cl- hey, Just to my man Clark. Best over you, man. Yeah, to my man Clark, we've all been there, my man. I, I can assure you, Vince Wilfork put me on my butt. We've all been put on our butt. We've all received it. It just so happens my man Dawkins, who don't like to wear a shirt, 
anytime oh, yeah, no. happened to put you down, and it was a big, big time game. You know who never had hey, that G. happen to him? G. Jay Will. He oh, played basketball never. much smarter. Foul. That's much smarter. That's exactly foul. right. He's calling for a foul on everything. All right. We'll take a quick break. Uh, we will let Marcus have his revenge a little later in the hour. But up next, it's the game of the week. Ravens, Niners, Lamar, Purdy. Should the winning quarterback be the MVP? We'll answer that question next. Just fly it. Oh, God love him. God love him. He hit that poor kid. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We are back on Get Up Bottom of the Hour. The next game is called Should They or Shouldn't They? Hey, Jeff. Should the Patriots want Bill Belichick to be their coach next season? As the head coach, yes. As the general manager, no. So, yeah, I think they should keep him around as the head coach, bring somebody in to help put this team back together uh, with the talent they need. That's the part they've been lacking. Too many too many different things you're being asked to do as the head coach, but as the head coach, I'm keeping them. Do you honestly see that, however, as a tenable situation? Where, no. Well, no way. Not right? at all. Yeah. I mean, he's he, he has been in charge of literally everything in that program uh, from the beginning. But I respect the heck out of it. Kmart, you're next. Should the Bears trade Justin Fields? Greeny, they should not. There we go. But I keep being told they will. Um, just from other people in the league, they think that it should you should reset the rookie contract. But this kid is so talented. And you bring in Caleb Williams, let's just say. Where what are you surrounding him with? You're gonna put him in the same position that you put Justin in, develop these guys. Build around them. You see other teams doing it. Why not do the same thing, Chicago? It's a big question. Finally, Swagger, we got the big game Monday night. Should Lamar Jackson be the MVP favorite if he beats Brock Purdy and the 49ers? Yes, Lord. Um, <laughs> yes, he should. I think he's the MVP right now after Dak went and laid an egg in uh, Buffalo. But if he beats Brock Purdy and in the, in the 49ers, as much as we talk about how good the 49ers are, he should be the front runner. Well, it's interesting. So not only will this game decide a lot on the field, it may very well wind up deciding who the MVP is. You see the odds on uh, the ESPN Bet app. Purdy and Lamar are one and two. Purdy, as you see, is odds on as we speak. Purdy's teammate also on this graphic here. He's down there with Josh Allen and Dak Prescott still in the middle of all of that. Kmart, I'll, I'll come to you here. Should Lamar Jackson be the MVP favorite if he wins on Monday night? 
If we're being honest, Lamar should have been on this list from the beginning. We should have been talking about Lamar since the beginning of the season. And I think it's because, unfairly, he took a lot of heat for how the Ravens were playing. Guys dropping passes, them almost playing with their food a little bit, needing overtime to beat teams. That This is a team that should have started the season undefeated, right? Um, but when you think about the quarterbacks and the questions that you have about quarterbacks, can he rally his team? Can he be an authentic leader? Can he have signature moments on big stages? Well, if you're going to knock Brock Purdy for some of those things, Lamar Jackson checks all of those boxes. He is elusive. He is dynamic. And he's still dynamic to the point where his current teammates, Marlon Humphrey, talked about, you know what? He's so good that now we're kind of desensitized to him. It's almost like a a Patrick Mahomes effect where it's like, oh, Lamar made an outstanding play. Cool. Because you expect it because he's that good. He's good. It's interesting to me, Jeff, because – during the offseason, I kept saying the most interesting story is going to be what this offense looks like with Todd Munkin yeah. you know, coordinating and how different it has been. And then, candidly, came out of, we haven't talked a lot of, uh, that much yeah. about it. They've just been winning. They've been, their defense has been playing great. There's been almost a – maybe it is sort of a taking it for granted. I, I can't put my finger on it. When people who aren't watching it say, how good is this Ravens offense right now? How well is Lamar playing? What's the he's, answer? He's playing fantastic. And this it's a top-five offense. I mean, so when you look at this offense, whatever category you look at, they can run the ball, they can throw the ball, they can do all those kinds of things. I think the issue when you start talking about the MVP – for me at least, would be from whether whether he beats the, the 49ers this weekend or not, I would tell you from from my perspective, Tyreek Hill and McCaffrey are probably the two top in my book. You look at Christian McCaffrey, 1,800 yards from scrimmage, 300 yards, that's, more, that's 300 yards more than the second best guy, right? When you look at Lamar's numbers, he'll have, let's say he, he's got 17 touchdowns right now. Let's say he finishes with 25 or, you know, 28 touchdowns. Like, like, the numbers don't jump off the page, and that's the problem with the quarterbacks this season, in my opinion. I know it's a quarterback award that everybody wants to give, but if Tyreek Hill sets the NFL record or CMC keeps doing what he's doing, that's where I'm going. The Jets ruined that this weekend by allowing the Dolphins to score 30 wow. points without Tyreek Hill, making him but seem still, if he less valuable. No, I agree with you. Yeah, Ty- I mean, if ever there was a year that history. maybe we could give the award to a non-quarterback, I've heard people suggesting it, and those yeah. two would be the obvious ones. Right this minute, Marcus, who would get your vote if you were voting for MVP right now who would you vote for it would be Lamar Jackson mm. uh, for me and it's hard for me not to say Brock Purdy but I, look as much as we get into the conversation I think Brock Purdy is phenomenal he absolutely should be w- one or two in, in people's opinion about the MVP but to me with Lamar Jackson I've, I've said this for years though uh, outside if, if it if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes I would not consider anybody more valuable to their team winning and success than Lamar Jackson. Think about what we're talking about, y'all. We just talked about Jalen Hurts being with new offensive coordinators and a new situation, and we see Mm -hmm. Philly struggling. Mm -hmm. We talked about uh, Brock Purdy in those three-game span when he lost his guys. Mark Andrews ain't played now for a long Mm -hmm. time. I don't know if y'all don't know how important that is to Lamar Jackson. And those touchdown numbers and his ability to probably be even more explosive offensively. But that's a big deal to me, the fact that they're still able to do what they've been doing. And lastly, like when you go into M&T Bank Stadium or when you play in the, the, um, the Baltimore Ravens, the conversation starts with number eight. Mm-hmm. Okay? And this is the thing. If you were to poll defensive coordinators, 
And I know people about to have a visceral reaction, but I like setting things on fire. Sometimes it's fun to watch as long as nobody going to get hurt. <laughs> if you do a game plan for the San Francisco 49ers, it does not start with Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That mm-hmm. is the truth. It mm-hmm. won't start. His name won't be first. They will mm-hmm. talk about we got to make sure we contain Christian McCaffrey. We can't let Debo Samuel get the run after the catch in advantageous situations. This offensive line, we got to handle this defensive line. When it comes to the Baltimore Ravens, it starts with number eight. And I think that's how you determine value. And then he's lost what I think is still his best piece, even though we talk about all of the talent now that he's surrounded with. It's Lamar Jackson for me, man. I feel like at least the last four weeks in a row it has changed based on the weekend's results. Yeah. So we'll see. Just wait a week. The odds are going to change to somebody else. All right, we're going to get Swagoo security coming up in a few minutes. But first, I promised you another spectacular NBA finish. Jay will get in here. Steph Curry and the Warriors taking on the Celtics. Fourth quarter, three minutes left. Warriors are down, but here comes Steph. Similar to what you saw two years ago in the NBA Finals, pick and roll, and Al Horford found himself on an island against Steph Curry multiple times down the stretch. That's not a good matchup so we're all tied up here we got the final opportunity here this is Jason Tatum looking for the win and it's no good and so we're going to overtime between these two teams who met in the finals a few years ago and from there it would be the Steph Curry show he would continue again not showing any signs of age well, who would have thought Steph Curry had a shack like power move drop step <laughs> down low Curry had 33 on the night they had a four-point lead Al Horford keeping the Celtics in at corner three it's a one-point game So now it is the Warriors trying to put it away in the final 20 seconds. How about this possession? Look at the pass for Chris Paul. He sees him right away. The one guy you have to guard, Greeny. There's one guy you have to guard, and that's 30. Steph Curry left alone, and that's the dagger. Again, 33 points, 6 of 11 from 3, plus 6 assists. Steph Curry, and after the game, you were telling me this morning that Shaquille O'Neal, I I didn't get to see uh, the after the game, but that after the game, Shaq was talking about his place on the all-time historical list, that can be a big-picture conversation. Yes. But what I think is fascinating is that he is showing no signs of slowing down. He is playing. His team isn't. But he is playing at an MVP level. So this leads to a really big discussion by the trade deadline, okay? Because Clay Thompson's been playing better. When you have Steph Curry playing at an MVP caliber level, yep. right? Like that, They need him to be heroic throughout this stint. And Andrew Wiggins has been great. Draymond Green, 10, 15 games, whatever that amount is, right? What are they going to do? What is Mike Dunleavy going to do to keep Steph Curry's playing at this level to keep his name in a contention situation You're to right. win a world championship? Because at this level, you can't waste these years. That's exactly. Steph Curry's career. I was just going to use it. that word. You, this, this is too good to waste. Can't right? do it. For, for, the, for the sake of the NBA, for the sake of Steph himself, It is too important, I think, in the historical perspective and for the NBA in this moment. That guy needs to be in the middle of stuff. He's the league's most popular player, and he remains one of the two or three best players in the world. I mean, we came off a game last night where it was exhilarating to watch John Morant and the potential for him to be the face of the league. Steph Curry and LeBron James are still the faces of the league. LeBron James' team is in contention. They made a move last year at the trade deadline to get into contention. Mike Dunleavy and the Golden State Warriors 
You're up on deck. And, and Draymond Green needs to stay on the floor. Yes. He needs to get Agreed. back on the floor, and he needs to stay there. With that thought in mind, let's run the floor. Uh, we talked about Ja Morant. We showed you the buzzer beater mm-hmm. that won the game last night. Quick thought on, on what Ja did in his return. I, his game jumps off the page, Greeny, more than anybody in the NBA today. He could change speeds on a dime. He could stop on a dime. And once again, 25 games off, 34-8. and eight. And they come back and they beat the Pelicans in his first game? Are you kidding me? Yeah, spectacular finish. That's the game-winning bucket right there. Let's go to the Bucks. Giannis had a triple-double. Uh, Dame had 40 in a win over San Antonio. Is Milwaukee the team to beat in the East? I'm still going to say Boston is the team to beat in the East. We'll see if Porzingis can be healthy. I know they had a clunker last night against Golden State. But still, Giannis and Dame, they're right there. And then let's talk about KD. He had 40. But the Suns lost to Portland They still don't have Bradley Beal. Who knows when they will. Is it happening to KD again? It feels like he has, from the moment he left Golden State, he's been searching. And he's put together some things that look like they made sense. And he's obviously been brilliant. But is it happening to him again? I mean, they lost their last seven to ten games, Greeny. I mean, yeah. they lost to the second worst team in the Western Conference. You talk about this health thing. KD is playing at a high level. When Book is on the floor, they're playing well. But Bradley Beal has only played six games. He's played. They play one game together collectively. What does that remind you of? It reminds you of the time that KD had in Brooklyn with that's James Harden I mean. and Kyrie Irving. Yes. And that, that's what you get Is it about. happening again? It feels like it's on the verge of happening again. And I hate that because I think KD's game is all-time great. Skill set, one of the best the game has ever seen. Will he be in the category of top five, top ten? People need to see him win one more outside of Golden State. I'm not sure he's able to get that. No, I, I don't and, know. It's and tough. for the good of the league, you want to see LeBron's want, team good. They're good. You want to see Steph's team good. They're not. You want to see KD's team? Good. Right now, they're not playing great. A reminder, ESPN Bet is the official sportsbook of ESPN. For exclusive offers with your favorite ESPN personalities, sign up for the ESPN Bet app. All users get $200 in bonus bets after making any sportsbook bet. Download the app and sign up today. What a play. All right, coming up, Jeff had the pancakes earlier, so now Swagoo gets his revenge. Who needed new security this weekend? Marcus will let you know. But first, let's see how Jeffrey does here. Hembo's still sick. Darius has the question. Rock Purdy leads the NFL in passing touchdowns with 29. Who was the last 49er quarterback to throw 30 touchdowns in a season? Answer's next. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All 
All right, here we go. The pressure's on Jeff Saturday. Here is today's sneaky trivia. Okay. Brock Purdy currently leads the NFL in passing touchdowns with 29. Okay. Who was the last San Francisco quarterback to throw at least 30 in a season? All right, so I went through. I was trying to think if Jimmy G ever did it during their success. I think their defense was too good for him to need 30. Thought Kaepernick, he put he, he closed me out when I was in Green Bay on the, that, their Super Bowl year uh, against Baltimore. But I don't think he had 30. I know he ran for a bunch as well. I'm going to take it all the way back. I'm going Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia is right. Yes, sir. Correct. Yes, sir. <laughs> Take that, Darius. Yes, sir. Well Theo. done. Uh, that is Jeff Garcia actually did it twice in 2001 and 2000. But before that, Steve Young did it a couple of times, and Joe Montana did it just yeah. the one time. And so that is – oh, score that one for Jeff Saturday. Meanwhile, the next game is called What Are the Chances? And, Jeff, you're first up here as well. Oh. Jeff, what are the chances Russell Wilson and the Broncos win a playoff game? Uh, point oh 0.05 is where <laughs> I'm going. I don't even know that they make the playoffs, but winning a playoff game as well, I have uh, dramatically dropped that to a point oh 0.05 percentage uh, in my mind. They were everybody's darling a couple of weeks ago, and then suddenly it has fallen off. Like, that, that, that's a good point. <laughs> not yours, and certainly not now. Uh, Kmart, you are next. What are the chances the Bills win the AFC? Ooh. They win the AFC. Yes. Um, 68%. That's <laughs> very high. You, you know what? Uh, okay. I was. Ch- they are a dangerous team, but again, they're still the Ravens and they're still the Chiefs. Like, like I, I give credit to Buffalo, but I still think other teams have a better. She team. picked no, the they Ravens. Don't. You just gave them, them a sixty-eight percent chance. Well, okay. No Whatever. one can have a higher she was told number. No math. Wait, hold she was on, told Cindy. No I'm sorry. <laughs> we no. have to explore this listen, for a minute. Listen, yeah. Hold on. Listen, just come out to us. What? You know what? Kmart, you I just am, said listen. two other teams have a better chance. You just gave them a sixty-eight percent chance. She was told no math. Listen, 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 Linda. I think the Ravens are going to the Super Bowl. That was my preseason pick. I want to pick it. I want to stay with the Ravens. But I also understand that that Josh Allen and the Bills, they are scary. I want all these teams to get in the playoffs. I I want all these teams to win. Please stop. I'm just trying, like, I'm just trying to, like. But the math doesn't add up is all we're trying to say. It's just a 200% scale. (laughs) Just tell them it's a 200% scale. Just leave me alone, guys. Just leave me alone. Swagoo, I'll come to you. How about your Cowboys? Let's talk about it. What are the chances they win the NFC East? Uh oh. Oh, I'm told we lost Marcus. Well, I'll tell you, he was going to say only 10%. And, and, and here's the bottom line, but here are the things. Let me run down here as we hopefully will get Marcus back as we're going to do security in a moment here. I will run through for you exactly what the Cowboys need to have happen to win the division. They not only need the Eagles yeah. to lose at least one game against the Giants, but the Cowboys need to win, and that's yeah. the problem. The Eagles may very well lose a game to the Giants, but Marcus, you know the Cowboys have a tough schedule yeah. playing out this season, so that, I would think, factors into the confidence. Gee, it's absolutely a part of the conversation with the Dallas Cowboys on the road, having to deal with good teams down the stretch. We don't know what they're going to be. And I still like maybe I know I'm not alone, but I just can't believe the Philadelphia Eagles going to play this way for the rest of the way, Mm -hmm. especially having some games where they can almost kind of get right. But the Cowboys right now are a good football team, a playoff football team. 
and can on any given Sunday play well and at a higher level as anybody in the league. But the concern is what their history is. And their history doesn't tell us that they are going to answer the bell when it's necessary to answer the bell at critical times. Until they change that narrative, I ain't going to do it in the media. <laughs> let, let me play one thing for you, by the way, Swagger. You would have enjoyed this if you didn't see it. Because right now, everybody in Dallas needs the Giants to win at least one game against the Eagles. And that had our buddy Dominic Foxworth <laughs> thinking this way. I'm just imagining all the, like, Texas Cowboys fans with cowboy hats on rooting for Tommy DeVito. Now all of Texas, all Dallas Cowboys fans are big Tommy DeVito fans. I cannot wait for cowboy hats and knees fingers and all together. Oh, it's going to be great. Marcus, are you suddenly the biggest Tommy DeVito fan in America? I need Tommy DeVito to ball out of his mind. Listen, G, last week I said Tommy DeVito was better than the Saints' whole offense because mm -hmm. just being funny, but I need Tommy DeVito to have one of these uh, one of these runs that we make a movie about. I don't remember the movie that they made about the the. the DeVito to be that guy for the next three weeks of the season. It is, it is, I'm concerned because we, we are going to do security here, and I'm so worried that Marcus's camera will not hold up. But that's the beauty of live television, folks. You're going to experience this with us. I'm going to throw to the open, and then Marcus is going to do security. And we're all going to hold our breath and see if his internet holds up. Let's hit the open. Now it is time for Swagoo's Revenge. We ain't worried about you, Let Swagoo. Let's get the security. Okay, let's go. Y'all need all the security. <laughs> hey, man, this is the guy that you got to protect. When are you supposed to pick up a flip? Lord, have mercy, y'all. That is a travesty. You need new security. This is absolute malpractice. Call everybody. Do you know you in a football game? You need new security. Oh, that was so much fun. Here we go. We call it Swagoo's Revenge. Jeff was handing out pancakes earlier. Now Marcus gets his turn. And we're all crossing our fingers for the internet. Big fella, take it away. Jeff, have my back in case I spaz <laughs> out. Because I don't know what the hell this internet is doing. But first, we're going to start with Bradley Chubb. Because I don't know if y'all saw it, but he had a day against oh. the New York Jets. Everybody oh. seemed to have a day against the New York Jets yes, when they, they on do. defense. But to the tune of three sacks, and mm. we talked about this offensive line coming into the season, talking about I don't know what they're going to be even with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Ooh. We obviously oh. know that they would be better, but they wasn't better against Bradley Chubb. Bradley oh. Chubb stole the whole club, okay? He didn't <laughs> care. He said, Vic Fangio, I got us. I'm going to go out here and do what people supposed to do against the New York Jets, and I'm going to sack the quarterback three times. That is Bradley Chubb. You need new security, New York Jets. All Tommy DeVito. Uh, I'm a part of the problem. Yes. Because I said you were better than the Saints' whole offense. And you absolutely were not. The Saints <laughs> took care of business. My man Passion. And then they showed you your move. The famous fingers. Okay. Yeah. The hands to the face. You know what they said on the Chappelle show. Five fingers to the face. They slapped Tommy <laughs> DeVito because he didn't have no security. All right. Next. Next. And last but not least, my man B.J. Hill. Oh. First of all, I do a segment on NFL oh. Live called Big Man Balling. But anytime we make plays like this, 
It's yes. a phenomenal. It's a double-decker, Greening. It's a double-decker, Jeff Saturday. <laughs> we not only got the sack, we got an interception. And if we had a six-pack, the ball would have flew off of his stomach. Yes. But because we got one-packs and we a little soft in the midsection, yeah. the ball stayed where it was supposed to stay and we were able to get an interception. You that's needed new security. B.J. Hill is the security because he secured the football. That was what happened. That's what happened with Mooney. If he'd had a little more cushion, <laughs> the ball would have sat down. Bears win. And yeah. Marcus's signal hung in there. Fantastic. Coming up next, first take, just how impressive was Ja? Who is more likely to make a Super Bowl run, the Eagles or the Chiefs? It's Molly, Stephen A., Mad Dog, J. Will, Swagoo, Kmart, a cast of thousands. Top of the hour on ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look at the college basketball triple header we have coming your way tonight. We got the Dukies in the early spot. Hey, then, Jeffrey, we got your Tar Heels. Yeah, yeah. Right there against Oklahoma and then Alabama against number four Arizona. Great night of hoops on ESPN. Maybe there'll be some shocking results. And if so, then perhaps we will get some shocked faces in response from Kimberly Martin or others. One more look. <laughs> Kmart, caption that, if you would. I was, who has been so close to a Hail Mary before? I saw it and I was like, oh, he's got it. And then I was like, oh, he dropped it. All those things were going through my head, Greeny. That's he actually why. kicked it. Yes. I know. To an so interception. <laughs> Fun day today. Thanks for getting up. See you tomorrow. First take now. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.